Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always Shop Girls on My Talk 1071 coming to you live on January 15th. We are actually here. Happy to be here. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. Um, lots of, of news to cover, um, lots of empty shelves to talk about, lots of really, reasons. Really, not because they're empty, so there's really nothing to talk about. Well, no, about. I have a couple thoughts and oh, questions, thoughts? Um, but let's get to the most important news of the week, Mom, okay. your um, foray into composting. Well, here's the thing. I started composting long before you did. Oh, excuse me. Uh, yes. But, you know, I think in a lot of, I don't know if in the city, but if, in a lot of suburbs, they've now brought compost bins or whatever you call them. You know, the same kind of things that you put your garbage and yes. recycle and all. Now you have a third one. Okay. Big garages. And the only problem has been, I want to save the earth too, mm-hmm. but the only problem is it's like, where do you keep it? I don't have, like, I know people have like cute little containers that they keep on their countertop in the kitchen. But you've got to have room for that. And I just don't have a place that works for that. And so it's been a conundrum. And then where you live, they suddenly started doing it. And you hooked me up. Shop girl that you are. Because I'm a problem solver. I don't mean to put myself on the back. But let me just say that when I have been to your house Uh and seen your little um, compost-ready bag just sitting on your counter, it's gross. It's gross, it's annoying, it doesn't work well. You have to understand, it's out there like while I'm putting the stuff in, and, uh-huh. but I mean, and then I sometimes put it down in yeah. the garbage. That it, is just not, that is not a sustainable well, situation. I do not like it either. Right. And so, so I had to do my own research because composting came to my neighborhood. Right. We finally were able to do it in our city. And so I had to solve this for myself. And yes. I did not, frankly, all due respect, mom, no. didn't really want to follow your no, lead. No, well, I didn't and want I to follow my lead. And I was not going to keep a, a, a baggie on my counter. No. Um, but I also, I too, I explored the countertop canisters, yeah. of which there are many. Yes, Of sir. varying expense and styles and everything else. It's amazing. I had no idea that whole market even existed. Oh, yes. I mean, Google compost bins, you get so many options. Yeah. But I decided to go under counter. Well, right. And but even that, you know, it's got to be a different shapes. It's got to fit. It's got to fit. And so I figured it out. And then I called you my mother because I'm always thinking of you. And I'm like, Mom, why can't you like me get a compost bin under the understand? I had looked on Amazon and I had not found any that shape. This is almost like a uh, what would you say? A rectangular Mm-hmm. So it's it's narrow, 
Yes. And, yes. and plus the fact it was $20. People are riveted, yes. Well, everybody's yes. facing this problem now because this has become a big thing but with composting. You know, it's, it's like anything else when you become aware, and obviously I realize I am not early to this, and I've been waiting for compost right. to be collected in my neighborhood, and so now we have this opportunity. But I am always fascinated just from an entrepreneurial perspective to realize, like, this whole industry of compost bins. It's kind of like, you know, oh, wait when, a minute. when people started with iPhone cases yeah. and like all of the and, industries that pop up around and a let thing. let us go one step further. You have to um, realize it's going to cost you a lot of money to save the earth. The bags that you have to buy yeah. are not inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And they're very flimsy because they're compostable, obviously. But, you know, so you have to buy the right bags to put into your holder. Right. And then even, you know, and then the thing has got this air vent on the top and it says you can keep it open so that you don't get bad smells. But if you don't want bugs, you better keep it close. Now, I'm going with keeping the bugs out. Well, if anybody has more composting advice for my mother, do let us know. We always love hearing from you. Um, since we're talking about saving the earth and sustainability, yes. let us let us jump ahead, actually, to a story that we were going to talk about later. Um, this is something that was in the New York Times this week about the idea of how sustainability is being labeled on products you know you think about think about the food label that you're used to that tells you the calories and the ingredients and all of that what if what if your next pair of boots your dress your hoodie came with that same sort of label it's actually starting to happen it's called there's something called the sustainability markets initiative fashion task force (laughs) and they're calling it a real good name this is actually happening in london yeah and at prince charles Charles was very involved with it yes 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 and so they're calling it a digital id that yeah. can trace fashion items from production through sale and even resale. Now, there have been examples of that. I think of actually a Minnesota brand, Woodchuck, that, um, you know, they, they make their products out of sustainable wood. And for every tree that they take down, they plant, they plant one. Right. And when you buy one of their journals, it comes with a little tag where you can look it up and find out where that wood came from and what they've replanted and all that. So this is kind of taking it to the next level. And the future, if you want to look ahead, could be labels on everything we buy that literally tells us. Well, what I yeah, what I think is interesting is they were giving an example that like if you buy a cotton T-shirt and it doesn't explain anything about where and how the cotton was grown or if the people who picked the cotton were paid a living wage right. or where the sheep, how the sheep were treated so many steps. on a wool sweater. And, and that's what things like Everlane is doing where there, you know, I mean, there are more brands that are tracing it, but, but you've got to still go and do the research. You have to go to their right. website and read about their practices. This is the next step might be a label right on the item so that you know how it was made, what it was made with, where the materials came from, and what the company's practices are. And it, it would seem I love that, it. It would seem that right now there are a few different groups that are doing this and, and making, you know, their own effort to... Yeah. Um, I, I mean, eventually it would have to come down to one way of doing it, I would think, so that it makes One standard sense. way. Yeah, yeah. right. 
Well, we'll see. But um, it's an interesting thought. Do you think you would really read that? And do you think it would make a difference if you found a pair of boots that you just loved and you read on there that the um, workers weren't treated well or that they weren't? I would up? like to think that absolutely. That I, would, I, I sure would. Of that on would, the radio, you have to say that. that no, no I but I right. mean, but first of all, even if you can kind of, you know, you know some of the things you've heard about certain fast fashion brands, but you just kind of turn a blind eye because the shirt is cute and the yeah. price is great. I mean, I think if it's right there on the label and you're confronted with it, it makes it a little harder. Now, I can't imagine that those fast fashion labels would be putting all of that out there. I mean, the the ones who are going to participate are, you know, are, who are going to be eager to participate are the ones that have the good stand. The good stand. Yeah. Exactly. But I think I think the goal ultimately is that if you have to put will, it out there, right, right, this will be done. And so the stores or the manufacturers that aren't doing the right thing are going to start doing the right. You know, thing. I mean, that said, you know, there are uh, cookies and chips and things that have so many insane calories and such high fat content that like you get sick just looking at it and yeah. we still eat them. Do you really? So, well, I mean, we all I, do. Don't you think? I pay kind of good attention to okay. that. Okay. With, with yeah, you know what I mean. Though I I'm saying, I, hate, I mean, it doesn't stop you. us from eating junk food, even though it's on right. the label, right. and I'm sure it won't, you know, solve it's not the solve, whole right. fashion waste but, issue. But it's certainly a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, another helps. Another like. way to solve your um, to extend the life of some items that maybe you thought were just uh, beyond repair is with really, really good cleaning practices and. So as we are all um, cleaning out closets and getting organized for the new year, we're going to talk next hour in this program today to our friend Patrick Richardson, the laundry guy. Oh, he knows a few things. So I'm telling you this now, not so much as a tease, although it is, but just so that you have time to send in your questions because yeah. he is so good on the spot with very specific questions. So if you have one, if you have a cleaning conundrum that has just been beyond uh, beyond your expertise and beyond your stain stick. That'd be everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, send it in to us now and we'll talk to Patrick next hour. You can always um, go to mytalk1071.com, click on the show. Shop Girls page, email us there or do it over um, social media. Go to Twitter at Allie Shops, at Harmony Kaplan, and same thing on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we're going to talk a little later this hour to um, a serial entrepreneur who has a modern... Serial as in S, not serial entrepreneur. Yes, Okay. Mom. Well, I just wanted to clear oh that up God. for the audience. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. She, she did not invent Fruit Loops. Or Cheerios. She invented a um, cooling technology. Well, she didn't invent it, but she, she owns a company that has a cooling technology that's making all kinds of products to help women with hot flashes. Oh, that's Hallelujah. Good, yeah. Right, ladies? Um, these cute, like, gal pals that you can stick in your bra and Ooh, many other good. products to help with pain, with hot flashes and things like that. She's actually, you might have seen her at the Dayton's Project. We're going to talk to her, Tammy Lee, a little later this hour. When we get back, actually some store openings, believe it or not, oh, like and that. a few closings that you should be aware of over the next couple of weeks. That's right ahead on Shop Girls. Welcome back.
back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Um, mom, this is kind of, maybe this isn't new this year, but it feels like I'm trying to find um, the bright spots in our current uh, pandemic situation. Let me know when you find them, right? Well, I feel <laughs> like, in addition to, you know, some people maybe realizing they need to take more time for themselves or just kind of slow down and, you know, be home more. I think, you know, as we're working, you know, hybrid and acknowledging that we all have lives outside of work and it doesn't have to be at the office. We are also seeing retailers embrace that a little bit. I just, it caught my eye this week, Max's Mm -hmm. um, jewelry store in St. Louis Park, familiar to my talk uh, listeners for sure. Um, they decided to take a mid-January break. You don't see stores doing that no. a lot. They posted on their Instagram, after a phenomenal year and holiday season, Max's is taking a mid-January winter vacation so that everyone can rest, relax, spend time with family, and get recharged for 2022. The store is closing to... Uh, no, store, next Saturday. Next Saturday. Okay, so they're giving us Just a week's for a notice. Week. Yeah, they're closing at 4 p.m. Saturday, January 22nd, a week from today. Mm -hmm. And will reopen on January 31st. And of course, you know, online stays open. Right. um, So you can shop, although the purchases might not be shipped until they get back on the 31st. And they said, thanks so much for understanding. We had talked briefly um, last week, I think, also about Park Boutique in the North Loop, which did the same. They took a they took I don't know if they took a full week or, you know, several days off after the new year and just said, you know, we're it's like we're people are yes, we have a small have staff. It's too. been busy and we're going to take a minute. And I just don't know if a couple of years ago a business would have felt like they could do that. Maybe and, They wouldn't have even thought of it, actually. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, only small stores have the luxury of doing that. I mean, a major, well, oh. some big stores have no choice right now. Well, CNN had a story this morning um, or I'm sorry. Sorry, it actually posted yesterday um, that many Walgreens and CVS right, stores that's different. Yes, I mean out that's of out of out across the country because of people being ill that they don't have enough staff right, right. that they're having to shut down in some yeah. cases. No, and mm. I'm sure uh, I, I'm sure that that is the case. But you know, a store like Macy's, let's say, or Nordstrom. I mean, even if they are low on staff or short on staff. They're not going to close, but I mean, I think, yeah. you know, a privately owned or small it, store can, I, can do it more easily. I posted a picture earlier this week just because, again, it's like sign of the times. And it, I mean, it's not surprising, but it's still there's something that is still so shocking when you walk into a major national retailer and the shelves are empty. Yeah. Um, and it's not so much toilet paper right now, although I think that is not, you know, fully stocked either. But I saw a display. I wasn't even looking for cough drops, but I walked by and just the entire wall of cough drops and cough remedies in at target you know was empty and so i posted a picture of that but it was it was interesting um uh, a friend from fox 9 um kelly um o'connell she posted a picture that she was looking for pantyhose which first of all how many people are looking for pantyhose right now where is anybody going and it was empty are you sure she's when she says pantyhose is she talking tights because 
I mean, I think some of us think yes. of pantyhose. Packaged pantyhose tights. The point was yes. the hosiery aisle of a major store was also empty and wiped oh. out and kind of a head scratcher. I'm curious if people have come across other items where you're kind of like, wait, what? That it isn't so much that there's huge demand, just, you know, su- supply chain issues and just a variety I, of yeah, random I, products as are I just out of it, stock. I don't think it's just supply chain, you know like it was there for a while it's not having the people to to you know it's everything right and stock the shelves and all of that kind of thing across either. the board yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah it is a crazy time if you've seen one that sort of um gave you pause let us know it's just kind of it's just sort of like it's a it's a moment that we're in that we're never yeah. going to forget hopefully we'll get through it quickly but um yeah it's it's just hard to believe things that you wouldn't have thought uh you know just a couple of years ago um, meanwhile, in the good news department, a new store in Wyzetta that I can't wait to check out. It looks so, so beautiful. It's called Henry Home. I That's hadn't heard of that Henry before. with an I. Yep. Um, local interior design firm. And they had a um, St. Paul presence. They have a they have an interior design studio in St. Paul called Henry Interiors. Um, you can follow them on social media, on Instagram. Beautiful posts. Um, they've now opened a store out on the west side called Henry Home. It's uh, downtown Wyzetta, right on uh, Lake Street, 879 North Lake Street. And just really like... Just calming, lovely, you know, cool colors, but lots of artisan-made furniture and pottery and accessories and kind of a global mix. What sounds exciting is um, in Minneapolis-St. Paul magazine, was it Madeline, I think? Mm -hmm. Madeline Notbar that wrote about it and said that the shop is modern beach meets coastal vibe inspired by travels to Malibu and Joshua Tree. Mm. Oh, that sounds good to me. Yeah, it it just looks exactly like when you're sitting home freezing, it's like exactly <laughs> where you want to be. Yeah. And the Instagram puts you there, but now you can go and soak it up yourselves in Wyzetta. So highly recommend that. Um, did you hear that um, JCPenney is, has a new launch, that they're up to something new? Yeah, I think I had read about that. Hope and um, a wonder. while ago that they were going to be doing that. Yeah, so they've launched a, a new assortment um, that is intended to bring delight to festive holidays. That's how they're billing it. It's called delight. Hope and Wonder. It's a private label brand from JCPenney, which just keeps on kicking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparel for the whole family, um, as well as gifts, accessories, and home products. And here's the twist. Designed to commemorate moments that matter. Yeah, all across the board. So they are doing a um they're they're doing a shop and shop experience featuring products by um black and brown font founders. Well, this um, is cuz they're starting with Black History Month. Yes. And, um, and they'll be doing Pride and Juneteenth and uh Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah. Um, and many of them include charitable partnerships. So for the first one, they're partnering with Muhammad Ali Enterprises. I didn't know there was such a thing. I know, but there is. Um, so, you know, everything gives back. Like, for example, um, you know, during Black History Month, they'll donate... Uh, they're donating a hundred percent. Wait, I thought it said ten percent, no, no, and then no, no, I just no. realized it's just a hundred percent. They are donating a hundred percent of net profits wow. from the collections to nonprofit partners that they say amplify their 
philanthropic mission Amazing. to help. Okay, so, well, that is full of hope and thing. wonder. When we yep. get back, Tammy Lee is going to keep us cool. That's next. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, if you have visited the Dayton's Project, it's still open, still going strong in downtown Minneapolis. You probably have noticed that there is a crowd around a booth in the far corner of the space and all of the women and many of the men are ooing and eyeing when they try out these amazing cool packs made by a brand called Opal Cool. And in the middle of all of it is Tammy Lee, who I always marvel because I bet most people don't know that this woman is a serial entrepreneur. She's been an executive. She's been a broadcaster. She's been the CEO of a biotech company. And there she is on the sales floor selling her amazing gal pals and cool wraps. Tammy, it's amazing how you keep reinventing. Well, thank you, Allie, for having me on the show with you and your mom, Harmony. And thank you for all those kind words. It's it's a really exciting time in retail, and it's great to be in that Dayton's location that you just described. You know, I have to admit, Tammy, I mean, I have followed your journey for several years now. I always love talking business and entrepreneurship with you. When you said you were bringing your newest venture into the Dayton's Project, I was like, really? Can, can you sell these cool packs alongside jewelry and t-shirts and candles? Turns out, yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, you can. Although it's a little harder to sell cool packs right now in January, but retail is tough in January in general. So we've got a heat therapy pod that's a little more attractive for some than, than the cool products right now. But yes, you can sell them year-round amidst uh, candles, jewelry, and lingerie. I love it. Tell tell everybody a little bit about what is Opal Cool. How how does the technology work? Sure. So Opal Cool products for hot women are, use a phase change material that's a cooling material. So really designed to provide cool relief for new moms who might be breastfeeding or women with menopause experiencing hot flashes or night sweats. And we've also got some products for women and men with MS. And then in the Onyx Cool brand of products, the brother company to Sister Opal, we've got Onyx Cool therapies that also use cool phase change material to draw heat and inflammation away from injuries and help uh, sports injuries or orthopedic injuries heal. And we make all our products down in Red Wing, Minnesota. Mm. So it's a Minnesota company using a great cool technology. But it's so, different than like a regular like ice pack. Right. You know, this eliminates the need for all those ice packs I have in my freezer. That's exactly right, Harmony, and it's safer uh, to wear directly on your skin. These oh. products recool in the refrigerator, and with this cooling phase change technology, they cool to 58 degrees, so you have no risk of ice burn or frostbite, and you can wear them and use them as long as you want safely without that risk. And because they're at 58 degrees, they draw the heat and inflammation and pain away from the injured area, mm-hmm. but don't make the blood vessels shrink or constrict. So you get that healthy blood flow healing the tissues as you're relieving the pain. I just love the idea of the, the gal pals, which are these just, you know, like <laughs> oh. little kind of like half moon shaped um, pads that you could stick right in a bra for just a little re- refresh. Right, Tammy? Yeah, the gal pals are, are, you will only find them in the Opal Cool brand, which is it's a, it's kind of our, our most fun product. So yes, the the cooling gal pals are designed for new breastfeeding moms who might be dealing with mastitis, 
Mm. or women who are experiencing a hot flash to quickly yes. cool down that area. Uh-huh. Or yeah. I pop them in after a tennis match and use the gal pals to cool down quickly. Oh, good we idea. Have, we have been witness. I won't mention names, but we have been witness uh-huh. to somebody actually having a hot flash and um, someone who had purchased your products and gave them to her said, try these. And she thought she had gone to heaven. <laughs> it, oh, it cooled thank her you. That, that's so quickly. Harmony, that makes my day when I hear stories like yes. that. It's so great to hear about your products out in the wild right. and know that people are using them and that they love them. So, so thank you for that yes. story. No, it's so true. What, Tammy? What's been the 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 hottest seller? Uh, I mean, at the I mean, because this is your first experience at the Dayton's Project selling like in person retail. What? How? What have you learned? How has it gone? What What do people want? Yeah, so that's really interesting. And people come in with a specific need. So um, we we sell a lot of knee and back products in the orthopedic, the Onyx Cool line. But in the Opal line, the hottest sellers are the cool pad for night sweats, um, hot flashes that women will roll on and off at night. That product recools itself at room temperature. And the Gal Pals, um, which you mentioned, uh, the, the hottest holiday seller was the eye mask, the cooling eye mask. Oh, we will sure. buy those as great little holiday gifts. And I suspect, I, I think we'll sell a lot of the eye masks and Gal Pals for Valentine's Day gifts or Galentine's Day gifts coming up. Yeah. Um, so it kind of depends on the season and the need. Um, but but really, people come into the, the store looking for to solve a particular problem. So we learned that in retail, and because of the experience at Dayton's, we're actually going to reimagine and rebrand that whole space from being really products-driven for Opal and Onyx to become really a solutions provider under a new brand that we're launching called Restore Well Health. Mm. So what is that going to be? What, 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 will that, how, what will it look like? Yeah, so I, I met with two designers yesterday in the store and uh, Restore Well Health, you'll come into it and come into it with a particular need. So instead of like seeing the big Onyx Cool or Opal branding, you'll come into it and go to a particular area for pain or sleep mm. or memory or mood. Love so it. really targeting different wellness areas and then a breakout for specific things that, that we have a core competency in like menopause, MS, and fibromyalgia. So those kind of being themes that wind through it, but also doing heat therapy sessions right there in the Dayton space and, hmm. and creating more of a, almost like a Medispa kind of concept. And How- then the next phase is actually building out a food as medicine area with uh, olive oil, kombucha, and a mocktails bar. Wow. Oh my gosh! I, this is what I love about you, Tammy, and how you she just are—you pivot on a dime, and you were doing it even before the pandemic. But I just remember when you first were getting into this business, the plan was mainly to sell to hospitals. So I mean, this is very different. It's really evolved. It's very different. Yeah, it has, and it was because of COVID. We couldn't get into hospitals or clinics or physical therapy areas. Those are starting to open up again. But you're seeing a trend, too, within fitness centers. Look at Lifetime Fitness, for example. They've got a Lifetime PT and chiropractic clinic, so Hmm. store within a store. So our hope is that we can continue to use the Dayton's Marketplace as an incubator and kind of a test kitchen for these new ideas and that maybe Restore Well Health could be rolled out to other locations like fitness clubs or airport kiosks or other retail spaces uh, around the country. So the, Dayton's has become kind of our test kitchen, and it's been a great experience for us to try new concepts in retail. I, I bet, love I bet it. people have been fascinated by it. 
every time I've walked by, I know every there are people that are wanting information about all of these things. They are. You know, that's that's what's great about it. People haven't seen the products before, yeah. so they're curious. They can try them right there. And because of that experience of learning that people want to try things in a retail environment, we really want to expand that whole wellness and experiential concept. And uh, we're really fortunate to be there. Um, uh, many of your listeners have probably worked with Mitch Berthume. She is just a fabulous curator of marketplace concepts. And she has quite a long waiting list of people, I think, who want to get into the dating space. Mm-hmm. So uh, She's, you know, she, it, it's an area where you have to perform in order to be uh, welcomed back into the space. Right. It's it's just amazing. And and I think I just I just can't emphasize enough for people who didn't get there over the holidays. Dayton's Project wasn't just uh, this wasn't just a holiday no. market. It is still going on. You can still shop there. It's open. Tuesdays through Saturdays. There you go. 10 to 6, I believe. There you go. I kind of have a a vested interest. So, I mean, so Tammy, it's it's been obviously a great experience for you and you're going to, you're planning to to stay on there. Yeah, it's been a great experience. Uh, Retail is always slow this time of the year. So it really gives you an opportunity to step back, think about how you want to reimagine the space, which is what we're doing. I think, uh, you know, as businesses come back, a lot of businesses were delayed coming back downtown Minneapolis because of the Omicron resurgence in COVID, but they're going to come back and we want to be there when they are. So Dayton's is more than just a space and place for Minnesota businesses. It's part of what's going to help rebuild and vitalize downtown Minneapolis. And we want to be a part of that story. I love it. I love it. So you can shop the departments at Dayton's and visit Tammy and experience her brands, the Opal Cool and Onyx Cool, um, Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6. And then, Tammy, before we let you go, anybody who sees your department within the departments at at Dayton's probably notices that big pod spaceship (laughs) like thing. Can you talk about that? Yeah, that's the warm heat therapy pod. And because people have been so drawn and attracted to that, we put it in there because we have a model where we lease that into other clinics or wellness centers, but people wanted to try it there, which was kind of our aha moment about we've got to create this as an experiential space. So that's infrared heat therapy, which is great for restorative health and recovery. And uh, for all the areas that we talked about, for pain management, for sleep issues, for cognitive function, for anxiety and depression, heat therapy provides all the benefits that you would get in a sauna, Mm. which a lot of cultures are familiar with. And here in Minnesota, we have a lot of saunas, Finnish culture, Native American culture. Um, So lots of benefits from that. But we're going to create a space and some curtaining around it so people can actually use it down in the Dayton space now. Oh, cool. Good idea. Great. I'm coming back for that. (laughs) Well, meanwhile, I, I... I hope everybody goes downtown, go to 700 Nicollet Mall and experience um, the departments at Dayton's if you haven't already. And be sure to visit Tammy, who I swear, Tammy, it's like, do you ever sleep? I think you're there every time I've been. <laughs> I have been there quite a bit. Um, I but, bet when you, uh, wait, Tammy, there. Okay. Tammy, I bet when, when she doesn't see you, you're in that um, 
the whatever the thing is called. Yeah, the she's doing the heat. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yes. then she's coming out and yeah, using her gal pals. And so, she can go at it again. Meanwhile, if you we're gonna put the links up, if you want to check out Opal Cool Onyx Cool, do yourself a favor and get yourself a pair of gal pals or give them to a friend. They'll love you forever. And the prices are all on the website, so yeah. you can go to opalcool.com and see all the products. And check it out. And- Tammy, congratulations. I can't wait to see the next iteration. Thanks for giving us the scoop. Thanks, Allie, and thanks, Harmony, for your time today. Have a great rest of your day. You You too. too. Congrats on all the success. We will be back with Whose Look Is It Anyway next on Shop Girls. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. I'm here with my mother, Harmony, and it is time to look at some trends. We've got ponchos and hype bags and weird gloves on the mind. Yep, it's time. For whose look is it anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? What is the deal with the opera gloves? Well, first of all, they're not weird gloves. They're opera <laughs> gloves. And opera gloves, for anyone who doesn't know, are gloves that reach all the way up yes. your arm to Miss your... Piggy was always a big fan. Yes. So was Jacqueline Kennedy. Yes. And... It just seems very of the moment, doesn't it? As most of us are <laughs> well, back to hunkering down at home. We're all attending we're... so many social functions yeah. where we need to wear our um, opera gloves. But for some reason, many celebrities have taken to this trend. They're wearing, they showed some pictures in one of the magazines. Uh, I don't even remember who it was, but she had this beautiful floral gown on black with red flowers. And then she had red long opera gloves. Um, I guess if you, if that does it for you, I don't really understand it because to me, they just get in the way and think how hard they must be to put on and, and take off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be wearing them. Okay, but it's just, we just, we're here for you. We want to let you know that it's happening. Yeah. And the It Girls are all right. they're, pulling on their they're opera They're adding them to their uh, fancy outfits. Yes. Uh, but I take umbrage a little bit with an article I saw in The Cut about J-Lo and her poncho. Now, I have to say, I think the poncho she's wearing is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I will go on record with that. Um, it's like this really big oversized poncho with um, fur and fringe hanging down on it. I, I don't even know what you call it. But yeah. anyway, um, they the, the writer said, we draw the line at ponchos, J-Lo. And she said, the last time we seriously wrote about ponchos was in 2015. And even then, I'd argue, was too recent. But Jennifer uh, Lopez was out in her chunky knit poncho flare jeans. Um, I think, as I say, this what what the writer is complaining about is that if you need a poncho to keep you warm, it's not going to do it. Obviously, if it's cold out, you need something with sleeves and all of that. But while I don't care for this, there are many ponchos that are made out of cashmere that are and other materials, too, that are in in stores now that are the kind of thing that, first of all, if you're somewhere that's warmer weather, 
but at night it gets a little chilly. Putting something like that on can be very pretty. Just a plain, bright color um, over a long sleeve shirt or mm-hmm. a sweater. Yep. So I think it depends on what the poncho is. This kind of look, I would agree. It's a little bit over the top and probably not her best look. I don't think she cares. I think she well, can why would whatever she, care? she wants. She has fun. She mixes it up. She wears 47 different outfits a day. Do you think at least, you know, I often think about that. It must be such a burden. You probably have this happen to you a lot to think, oh, I have to run to the grocery store. But wait, the paparazzi's out there. She doesn't have to run to the grocery store. But yes, I know what you but, mean. And she's got to make sure her outfit is just, you know, perfect for right. Every single one is going to be analyzed as if it was meant for the red carpet, even if she's just throwing on a poncho to uh, go to a movie. goodness, I don't have to deal with it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Men, how are you doing with your hype bags? Do you know about this trend? The Wall Street Journal this week declared hype bags the new sneakers. It's that Big and that uh, important to wear them on your feet instead of sneakers. So the cross body bag for dudes. These Mm -hmm. are men's bags, but a lot of them are just you know cute little satchels that look like they could be very gender neutral. Right. Um, But every designer brand um, from Gucci to Off White, all of them are doing these cross body bags and encouraging men to um, adopt this uh, and get their wallets out of their back pockets your husband could use something like that seriously he's always ripping the back pockets on his pants but i don't think he's going to carry i was just going to say if you gave him one of these what is the chance that he would use it i would put it at zero percent yeah yeah i would too now what the photographs that they had with this article there's nothing um feminine looking about them if it if you know if a man was worried about that and many of the guys are dressed in very um I don't know, macho kind of clothes and all of that. I think some are okay. There, there's one picture of a guy in a white t-shirt and shorts, and then he's got a blue and white stripe um, bag, mm-hmm. hype bag. Mm-hmm. Why are they called hype bags? I don't know. I, I'm trying to get to the meaning of that. It's just good branding, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know. But but I mean, I look, I think we're well past the days of, you know, mocking a guy for carrying a bag. Yeah. That's just silly. It's practical. Right. Guys need stuff, too. And and so, you know, I mean, they, they make a lot of sense. I like a crossbody bag just because you can have your hands free. Right. And you don't have to, it's like, hold easier. it and hanging off. So anyway, and- tons of great options right now. And I think I'm going to start shopping what is apparently still considered, you know, the, the, the men's department because there are some really... There are some good looking ones yes but you know okay they want them thumbs up thumbs up for hype bags i don't we don't know why they're called that but they are and we want some because they're getting a lot of hype there you go (laughs) along the same lines have you noticed that phone straps have become a big thing i am not down for this no me although you know Allie, you could use one why? Because, first of all, the phone never leaves your hand. Oh, my gosh. And you say this. Meanwhile, some, you're, like, attached to your iPad. Excuse it's ridiculous. me. I was speaking. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's in your pocket, uh-huh. but sometimes you don't know where it is. And sometimes I feel when it's in your back pocket, it would be very easy for anybody to just come along and take it right out well, of your back pocket. Nobody and has, so, and I don't want well, to put it on a chain. you never know, though. But so this new idea are these cute little phone straps um, sort of, they can be like a wrist 
strap that you can tie on the side of your phone case, and that way you can have your hands free. I guess they can go around your neck or over your shoulder, but there are all kinds of styles of them, some that look like a kid's necklace with like little candy um what do you call them? Like little stones on them and all different kinds. But that seems to be a hot new trend right now. And I guess, you know, if that's what you want to do, it might be a way to keep your phone handy. I don't know. I don't see this catching on. But don't buy me one. <laughs> <laughs> Always end with that. Yes. Oh, shoot. We didn't even get to gra- grandma brooches. We'll have to do that later. When we get back, home design trends for 2022. And coming up next hour, the laundry guy. He's going to solve all of our worst stains.